Hi, friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. I am your host, Alicia, and today it is going to be just me with you guys. My sweet husband, Brian, is actually fishing with one of our oldest children, and so I thought, what a great opportunity to talk to you guys about what has been on my heart recently. And so before we head into today's episode, I just wanted to encourage you guys to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. You can find lots of information there about us. You can find my book, Making Beauty with the Ashes, How God Saved My Marriage, um, past podcasts, and also some articles that we have written for Charisma. So heading into today's episode, I was just kind of thinking about a lot of different topics um, and, and even some things that like I have gone through in my own life it, and that would have to, to deal with messy hearts. And I just want to say for a long, long time, very long time, I felt like I was just very messy. You know, I had gone through a lot of trauma in my life and in my marriage. And I just felt like I was just very, very messy. You know, if you did an x-ray of my heart, it would just be a mess. (laughs) And this is really how I felt. And I felt like I was a lot for a lot of people. You know, like I had said, no one in my family had ever gone through uh, a marriage with infidelity in it. And so here I was, the the first one in my family. And I pretty much, I had a lot of support from my family, definitely. But as far as experiential um, knowledge, there wasn't really any of that. And so I kind of had to pioneer that on my own, of course, with God's help, definitely with God's help. But um, I didn't have a lot of people around me that could, you know, speak from experience into my life. And so I just felt very, very messy. I felt like, you know, every time I entered a room, you know, like I said, and this is all feelings. So feelings aren't always factual, but I always felt like when I would enter the room, I was kind of the girl with the scarlet letter. I was the one, you know, who everybody knew was messy. I had a messy life. I had a messy marriage, you know, just messy everything, basically every avenue, you know, financial, all of these things was super messy. And it always felt like my issues would kind of precede me anywhere I went. And, you know, like I said, I I just felt like people didn't know how to handle me. They didn't know um, really to be honest, and it's, it's none of their fault, you know, really what to do because this was new. This was a new, this was a new thing and it was continual. You know, I was right in the midst of it. And so, um, it was just, it was a lot. And I felt like that. I felt like I was a lot, but I not only felt like I was a lot to my family and friends and other people, I felt like I was a lot to God. I really did. I felt like, you know, it was kind of like when I would come to him in prayer, it's like, oh, it's her again. I mean, that's what I felt like, just being completely transparent with you guys. I felt like when I would come to God, I was bringing him my laundry list of needs 
and things going on in my life that was unfixed and was just very messy. And so I really wanted to talk to you guys about that today because I guarantee a lot of things that I've gone through in my own life, a lot of you guys are either have gone through, are currently going through, or will go through in the future. And so, and I always had this feeling like, you know, when I would go, when I would go to God with all of my mess, I felt like a project. I felt like I was just, you know, like when you go to these, um, you know, these government offices and your case number, I felt like that. And it's not because God ever made me feel like that. Honestly, I really feel like it was the enemy trying to put that on me. Like, you're just a case. You're a project for God. He's going to have so much to clean up with you. And I believe this. I fully believe this. I bought into the lie that I that I'm a mess. You know, my life was mess, sure, certainly. But I was believing the lie. The lie here, yes, my mess, my life was definitely a mess. But what I was believing was not that my life was a mess, but that I was a mess. Like God created when He created me, He created a messy person, and. That's where the lie was, is that my identity was not messy. And through all of the life situations that I'd gone through, I was adapting and adopting that term and that identity that Alicia is messy. And where Alicia goes, mess goes. And that is, that's actually not true. You know, the enemy is the one that created the mess. He created all the turmoil. He created all the trauma. He created all the pain. And then Alicia became a victim of the situation, which caused messy heart, but it didn't mean that I, my identity was messy, but that's where I really had to dive deep and undo that lie of the enemy. But God never saw me. He never saw me as a case or a project. And that was um, just groundbreaking for me because when I realized that okay, God's not in this so that he can make me into something better, that he can love better. He actually loved me just the way I was. Of course, you know, through everything that I was going through, through all of the trauma, through all of the pain, through all of the, just the terrible marriage issues that were happening, he wasn't like, okay, let's get you to a better, more lovable, less messy state so I can love you. No, he was not doing that at all. He was literally like, he saw his little daughter covered in mud. I mean, literally, like if you could have saw my heart, <laughs> my heart, it was shattered and broken and super messy. And, you know, God just got down there in the mud with me and was covered in the mud with me and just loved on me right there. He wasn't like, okay, well, let's get you out and get you clean. And once you're all cleaned up and you're smelling better and you're more presentable, I will definitely love you then. He was never like that with me. I'm so thankful because no one ever wants to feel like they're too much. No one ever wants to feel like they're a project. No one ever wants to feel like they need fixed in order to be presentable or in order to be acceptable in society. No one ever wants to feel like that. And 
you know, if, if this is you, if you're like, I feel everything that you're saying, <laughs> because that was me, you know, I just want to tell you that God doesn't see you as a case or a project that he needs to fix. You're not a problem or a mistake. And that was a big thing for me too, is that, wow, God, you probably messed up when you made me because look at everything. It just felt like everything in my life was, you know, everything I would touch would go up in flames. You know, my marriage was falling apart by the seams. My kids were a mess. Just everything. (laughs) Like we try to think of life as a triangle of our relationship, family, finances. And it was like everything that was in that triangle was on fire. (laughs) And so it was, it was hard for me, or I'm sorry, it was easy for me to think, God, I think you made a mistake. Maybe I wasn't supposed to be here because even people associated around me are getting hurt. And but you're not a mistake. You're not a problem. I'm not a problem. I was never a problem and I was never a mistake. And I just want to tell you, you know, if you're somebody who is looking at what you're, you know, the life situation that you're facing right now and you're like, God, I don't know what to do. I don't even know. I don't even see a pathway out of this, you know, I, and even feeling like maybe God made a mistake or, that, you know, you need fixed, you know, there's something wrong with you. God sees you as fully whole, fully whole. He doesn't, but the beautiful thing I love about God is that even when you're in the middle of that messy situation, he doesn't see you that way. He actually sees you in your fully whole state. So since God can He's in the future, but he's also present. He sees you in the future already whole, already healed from everything that you're walking through right now. He already sees you whole, but he doesn't overlook where you are right now. He will literally get down in your mess with you and hold you. When your heart feels messy, even though he knows your messy heart is going to be made whole, he will love you fully in that place. You're not too much for him. You're not too much for him. And I really just feel like someone needs to hear that today because that was, that was me. I was the girl that had a lot on her plate. I, you know, if I was a waitress, I would have had, um, you know, trays to the ceiling high, full of life junk, full of life messes. There was just so much. And, but I was never too much for him. I was never too much for him. And that was honestly a lie of the enemy to try to keep me from coming to him because he was what I needed. I needed God during those really, really hard times. And I need him now. But I really, during those hard times, man, I really, really needed him. And the enemy wanted to make me feel like I was too much for him so that I wouldn't go to him because he was all that I needed. He was what I needed to help me heal from trauma, to help me heal from all this, you know, um, relational dysfunction. He was what I needed. It was like, 
He was the prescription, but the enemy tried to keep me from coming to him by making me feel like I was too messy and I was too much. But the truth of the matter is, is you're not. You're not too messy. And God fully has his arms open for you. He fully has his heart open for you. He's never one time looked at you and said, well, I think I'm going to have to wait until you get this cleaned up. I think I'm going to have to wait till you get that cleared up and then we can have a conversation. No, he's not like that at all. He's ready for you. He's been ready. He's actually been in the mess with you, whether you realize it or not. And so I just really, really wanted to hop on today because I feel like a lot of people and specifically for some reason, women do this. And I know that men do as well, but I feel like, um, women have this mindset of unworthiness and not feeling good enough. And, um, you know, just feeling like we're too much. And if this is you and as you're listening to this, you're like, yes, that's me. Well, I'm here to tell you that you are not too much for him Whatever state your heart is in right now, whether your heart is um, right at the beginning and it's super messy, whether you're right in the middle or whether you're almost made whole, you are not too much for him. What you walk through is not too much for him and it's not a surprise. I feel like a lot of times people are like, you know, I can't tell you what I've been through because if you knew what I went through, you would not want to be around me. You know, I feel like a lot of people, if we, I know our pastor's wife, she, she makes this statement. If, if we all had shirts that told our story, like our shirts, if you looked at us and our shirt, you could read our story. We would be in awe of what people have walked through and how they made it through. There's so many people that are doing amazing, but when you hear their story and what they walk through, you're amazed at where that you're like, wow, you're like the most emotionally healthy person I've ever met, but you came out of such a terrible situation. How did that happen? Like people need you. People need your story. But if you, if you're believing that lie that you're too much and you're too messy, You'll never, you won't get there. You'll just stay in that place of messy. And you know what though? God doesn't want you to stay there. He fully does not want you to stay in that place. But if you want to stay there, he'll still love you through it. I don't want you to think for a minute, like if you're in this place and your heart is just, it's too much. And you're like, I can't even think about moving forward. I'm just staying put right where I'm at. I cannot budge right now. That's okay. That's okay. God will still love you in that place. He wants you to be whole. I want you to be whole because you're just going to be happier. You're going to be more fulfilled getting all of this baggage off of you. I mean, because hurts and wounds and trauma, it's like weights that are on your back and they weigh you down. And it's like you're walking through life just slumped over. You know, you're not even able to stand up straight because of all the weights from the pain and the wounds and the trauma. And if you choose to walk through life like that, God will still fully love you through it. But he would rather you walk 
with all the weights off, standing up tall, shoulders back, face to the wind, and, you know, just in enjoying the life that he's giving you. That's his desire for you. But like I said, it's your choice. It's my choice. We all have a choice on whether we want to move forward into healing or whether we want to stay put. And he won't force you to, to be healed. Of course, he wants that for you, but he won't force you. But he'd like to partner with you. He'd like to partner with you in your healing so that you can get to that place of wholeness. And for me, every time I have taken his his challenge or every time I've taken his, his, even his ask to let's, let's take a step. Like, let's go this direction. Let's get healed here. You know, and it it hurts. I'm going to be honest. There's, there's times when I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go into that. I know what I'm going to have to face. But every time I've chosen, yes, I have never regretted it. Now there's been some times where I've said not now or not yet. And God is okay with that. He's like, okay, well, we will do this when you're ready. And that's okay. You guys pushing pause or saying not right now. I'm not ready. That's okay too. But not saying no. Just don't say I'm not going to do that. Because trust me, if you if you just stay in that place of pain and messiness, you know, 60 years down the road, you're still going to be in that same place. And I think I can honestly say nobody really wants to be in that place because you're just kind of reliving the life that was handed to you. You're just kind of stuck in that season and seasons change or they're intended to. Let me just say seasons are intended to change seasons, you know, like where we live, there's four seasons, which I'm sure everywhere there is, but we literally, if winter was a continual month, I would not, I would, I would have to move. <laughs> I would have to move. I like snow, the presence of it, you know, for Christmas, but then I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't want snow, you know, 365. So sometimes we can stay in a season much longer than God ever intended for us to be there. He'll love you in that season fully. He will absolutely love you fully in that season, but he would like you to come out into the sun again. And if you're somebody who's been in the season for a little bit too long, it's time, you know, you, it's time to come out, let your face feel the sunlight again. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but I really wanted to talk to you guys today about messy hearts because that was me. And I know I fully stayed in seasons much longer than God intended for me to. But you know what? I came out of it. I came out of those seasons. I walked back into the sun and here I am ready to go through another. You know, it's it's like God never puts everything on you at one time because that would be too overwhelming. So he'll give you bits and bits and bits of things to work on, which is much more manageable, kind of like we do our kids. And so it's like when I get through something and I find the victory in that and I find the freedom in that, then it's time to address the next thing. And I just find that as I'm doing this and as I'm moving forward and as I'm saying yes to God and every time he brings something up 
for me to deal with it, I'm finding a little bit more about who I am, you know, who I actually was intended to be. Because even before me and my husband walked through, you know, all of our marriage issues, I was a very, very insecure person. And what I have found walking on the other side of this is I've actually been able to find my identity and the insecurity that I once had. And I say once had because that is gone. (laughs) We put a nail in that coffin, but I was able to actually tackle some issues that I had prior to all of my marriage mess. And so even before all of that, there were some things that I brought into the marriage that I was able to work on with God and get those things resolved and then start walking in who I really, truly am. And so I just hope that this podcast has helped someone today because this was my process. This was what I walked through. A lot of my life was messy heart, messy situations, feeling like I was too much for people. And when I found the truth and the truth was I was never too messy for God. I was never too much for him. And once I knew the truth, boy, it really did set me free. So that scripture, the truth will set you free is so true. And it's true in my life. I've seen it over and over and over again, how the truth literally does set you free. And so I just thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like, share, rate, review. Check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Until next time, we bless you. 